0: Hello and welcome to Downstream, a new spiritual podcast series. My name is John Stinson. In our first series, I'm looking at shamanism. I'm interviewing Taz Thornton, a well-respected shamanic practitioner. So far, we've discovered more about how Taz defines shamanism, working with spirit elementals, dreaming, authenticity, and in this sixth episode, we're looking at a shamanic smorgasbord including soul clans, reincarnation, the origins of fairy stories, what is time, and what is love. So without further ado, let's get on with the interview. Taz, welcome back for the sixth time.
1: Six, my goodness, John. I
0: know, it's, it's, uh, it has been an absolutely uh, brilliant uh, time, certainly for myself, and we've looked at... Uh, your view of um, shamanic practice, dreaming, um, working with spirit, elementals, the medicine wheel, and authenticity was the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, what, what? one of the things that um, I, I'm quite interested in, from your point of view, is, is how you look at what's going on in the world. And, you know, how your take of it might sort of differ from, you know, the general daily mail reader for example <laughs> probably <laughs> quite different <laughs> and um and uh, well, i know we pick on the daily mail but bless them i uh,
1: make it so easy though don't they yeah, well
0: they do well. <laughs> it's so for example from a shamanic uh, i mean i get sucked into quite a lot of conspiracy theories Ooh. and I, I i do um pretend that it's very much as a as entertainment but um mm. it does make me think mm. and um so I wonder if it's a, you know how you view it, um, because I sort of tend to view it from a, uh, I suppose a sort of semi-spiritual view. But I, you know, a lot of modern spiritual paths uh, that you read or you know you can see on Facebook and so on. It's all love and light and fluffy and bunny. Oh yeah. Sh- shame, shamanism doesn't doesn't sound like doesn't feel like that's that's. Uh, yeah, that's what it's about. It actually seems to be quite have quite a tough side.
1: Yeah, it's um, very grounded. It's quite earthed.
0: Yeah, uh, and I, th- and that I think can be quite, um, dis, comforting, because you actually quite like it. To, well, I personally would probably quite like it to be quite fluffy and bunny. And I would say Disney, but actually Disney can be really brutal at times. It can be. Um, so uh, I won't Old say Old
1: yellow, my goodness, I was scarred for life. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, completely. So um, so I wondered how then y- y- it's viewed. I was just wondering what your take on that was.
1: And another wonderfully succinct question, <laughs> not. <laughs> um, well, I can talk about my perspective on it. Again, it's not necessarily the shamanic perspective or the spiritual perspective. Uh, life isn't all fluffy bunnies and, and clouds. um um, pink fluffy clouds um but the things that that don't appear to our fragile little minds to be nice are often the things that bring the biggest teachings um and there's there's a there's a huge raft about responsibility as well and i guess where my view might differ from some as well is also being able to take this step back and say well okay this Horrendous thing has happened, but if the, there's this train of thought that that I do buy into to some extent, which is that we we be, before we we're, we're born, we 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 talk to our our soul clan, mm-hmm. if you like, and we work out what is it that we need to learn. In this life...
0: Well, just a, bit, a moment, what, what do you mean by a soul clan? Can you soul just clan. elaborate a little bit on that?
1: Um, it's, it, well, it's my belief that when we come back to Earth, when we reincarnate, to use the, to use the, the common term, there will be other souls that we're in, in, in a clan with. So in one of my teachers, and, and again this resonated with me, so it, it's become my belief too, talked about us having two sets of family. There's your blood family and there's your soul family. Right, okay. They don't always cross over. Sometimes, if you, you're lucky, they do, but they don't always cross over. So when I talk about soul clan, I mean the 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 pure energetic essence of ourselves with other pure energetic essences that that know each other. Uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. so your soul clan. So we would discuss with our soul clan what we need to learn, and some of them might say, "Well, I'll come down and enable that for you, or I'll do this, or I'll do that."
0: So so very much as if this was like. Playing out yeah. uh, scenarios for our own benefit, Absolutely. for our own expansion, Absolutely. For, our, for our soul's yes. expansion.
1: Yes, yes. So when we hear about horrendous happenings, of course I'm as shocked and taken aback and upset as the next person. But I will also sometimes take a step back and say, well, OK, all well, the people involved in that have chosen to be involved in that before birth because they needed something mm-hmm. from that. Um and with conspiracy theory, theories, conspiracy theories is such a large area, so it depends what exactly yeah, I, we're I, talking
0: about. I, right? I guess I was thinking more along the, the, the lines of, uh, um, you, you know, there are a small number of families that uh, control um, the, the money, if you like. Mm. Who control the corporations, who control the governments, yep. who um, c- yes. control the people. And yes. it's very much about um, control mm. and... Um, mm. Uh, uh, and the you know there's there's not a lot of goodness there, if you like,
1: yeah, and again that's where it's very easy to sit like I say, well fat cat bastards taking advantage of all us all us little folks scuttling around on the ground uh but again, therein comes that that scenario again that we've we've all chosen this life before we incarnate, and as have they, but also it comes back to that theme of responsibility again there's a lot of discussion particularly on facebook you you see a lot of arguments about you know the the tiny percentage of people who who own and control everything mm. yeah and,
0: it's 1 or 2% yeah
1: and money is bad and corporations are bad and i think i said in the last one money money's not bad money's money's water it's what we do with it but we we all have the ability to change our lives if we want to and I sometimes get some quite angry responses to that, particularly from pe- from people who are in either poverty or have been through abuse or just caught in the system and can't see a way out. But there always will be a way out or at least a way to change the way you look at things to yeah. have a different outlook. Um, and not everything that we perceive as being bad is necessarily bad. There'll be rich teachings that are, enable us to grow and develop and learn in every situation, and sometimes the. I don't really like the 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 light versus dark analogy because for me that's just balance. It's yin and yang, and mm-hmm. one isn't good and one isn't bad. But the the situations that might be called the darkest of situations, for me, I often find bring bring the brightest of teachings.
0: Right. Well, yes. I guess you have your own, yeah personal. Uh, mm. uh, Aspect on that, yeah. Um, what one thing that interests me about what you said? Well, it all interests me about what you said. But one thing I wanted to pick up on, rather, <laughs> you <flatter> you. <laughs> was the was the, um, uh, that was the that we just talked about our s- sort of souls getting together and saying, mm. well, you know, mm. you do that, you do that, mm. I'll be this and the other, mm. and so on. And but there's I I would I would I, I mean I'm assuming this if we're then actually in that life and we're able to change it there's an element of free will there as well
1: oh yeah i don't believe that everything's predestined but i i, I don't believe in fates to the extent that we have no control but i do believe that before we get this physical body we say well these are the things i need to learn and this is how we can help each other each other learn them that doesn't mean that we're saying and it will play out exactly in this way
0: right okay but if we are have set ourselves these the these things to learn
1: yep
0: um, and we we are veering off being able to learn that. Mm. would that does that uh, go back to what was in the last podcast we're talking about living an authentic life mm. would Would we start to feel our disease within our lives because we are going away mm. from one of the things that we wanted to to learn in our, in our lifetime, or did, would it not work like that from your point of view?
1: I think it depends and this is where i can I, I i where some of the some of the dichotomies i have come to light quite quite quickly because i also believe that everything happens exactly as it should at exactly the right time in terms of teachings and if you move away from them will you start to feel dis-ease well in in my experience the 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 teachings will just keep being presented in different ways okay i mean how often have we been caught in the same scenario most of us will have Patterns that, and I don't mean patterns in terms of neuro linguistic mm. programming, but but patterns of things that happen. Yeah. So one of the recurring themes in my in my life since childhood has been bullying. Mm-hmm. You know, through bullied through school, through that abusive relationship I spoke about, and then every now and then I'll get some what what could be loosely termed as bullying as an adult too. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, I'll feel myself thinking, "Why is this happening to me? It's awful. Just piss off and stop bullying me." Excuse the French. <laughs> And and then sooner or later I realise ah it's that again it's 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 just another little prod to say, walk talk have you learned that lesson, yeah. come on stand up deal with it stand in your truth and 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 sort that out either by confronting it or by work, walking away or by helping the other people involved depending on on what that scenario is, so, I'm not sure that you can completely avoid teachings that you've kind of set, set up. up. before you get here but i do think it gets more and more difficult to avoid them when we do try to it's that old analogy isn't it if you ignore the pebbles then they throw stones and then they throw rocks and then they throw boulders and i'd much rather deal with the pebbles
0: yeah (laughs) yes that's if um, yeah fair point fair point um, if you can recognize them that's the
1: point recognizing it yeah
0: Mm. so i mean from your point i mean it brings another question to mind from your point of
1: view Mm.
0: you know I see these souls getting together over a soul coffee um, <laughs> planning out the, the next lives and what have you I mean,
1: uh, why? to learn more, to be the best that we can um, I guess the, the current buzzword is, is, is ascension although I think that's mm, that also carries images of people holding a candle and wearing flowy white robes
0: but ascension <laughs> with it, it sounds like going up a level
1: to, to learn all we can, to be the best that we can. And then we, we move into, well, what happens next? And I remember having quite an interesting conversation um, a few years back now when I was sitting in um, a, a, a spiritual circle that was, that was more on the kind of mediumship bent. And we were all getting assignments to go home and research. And when I say research that could either be through getting on Google or or for me, I chose to journey and speak to my guides about it. And my thing was about angels and where do they come from and what are they Mm -hmm. all about? And for a long time, I really struggled with the concept of angels Yeah. because for so many years, every time I met an angel therapist, angel healer, angel card reader, Mm -hmm. so many of them. And it could have been the, the, the judgmental phase I was in at the time, but so much much of it seemed to play into that fluffy clouds and pink bunnies. Yeah, and oh, it just isn't like that. And together, you know, with 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 the choirs and the harps and the oh no. So there was there was some irony when I was asked to go and ask about angels and where they came <laughs> from, and the answer I got was something along the lines of yes, some angels are elemental beings and have never walked the the human. Plane, and it's another form of guides if you like, mm-hmm. but there are also rare occasions where a soul has been incarnated so many times, and maybe it's been a guide to, to for a while but sometimes when they reach such a high level they're given the option to become an angelic being and I came back in with this answer and it didn't go down that well because in that um, circle, it was because of, well. Oh, no, they're these higher ascended beings with the direct route to to the man with the long white
0: beard
1: yeah and and nobody said that's wrong, it was just because of oh that's quite interesting because um I'm not quite sure where I was going with that one <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah okay it's it's i think it takes me um it, this this is the 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 soul brothers getting together mm, of to, to course that's well. where we were thank yeah you. um the um and it just it's just trying to work out because there's sort of, again, there's another sort of level aspect. To mm. that. Which which I I struggle with because mm. it it but then there's a there's a reoccurring theme with me that as soon as someone tells me it
1: should be like this I'm thinking why 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 yes, that should again should should mm. be banned. Yeah. and I struggle with that a little bit as well because so much of the work I do is trying to avoid hierarchy mm-hmm. um, but is self expansion and self development the same as as there being a hierarchy um, I think it's just. Who knows why? Ultimately, I mean, we did. I did some journey work a few years back about how we came to be on the planet and got some quite interesting um, results about about star people and that some of us have part of that DNA, Correct. Um, and that some of us are kind of half breeds with with the with the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> We all come from Roswell.
0: Well, that's Uh, well. There's a lot of legend. Absolutely. And and, and going back to, uh, I mean, I know uh, for those of you that know about, um, uh, uh, you know, again, along with conspiracy theory, there's a lot of stuff about, um, uh, you you know, about where our past was. Yeah. But there are many tribes with or or legends and Bible passages. uh, There are. uh, From um, is it Enoch? I think it is. Yeah. uh, Where. I mean, I, God, I feel like I'm parroting ancient aliens, which is a, disar- is a disastrous thing to feel like. But um, <laughs> but there, there are the legends out there, and in um, there are some quarters where people feel that the legends are just a forgotten reality,
1: mm. um, and we've turned them into legends because you know there was. I, th- that, I think we we'll probably that, have. Were, yeah. Um, so, in the same way that just to go off the slight tangent, I I believe a lot of our fairy stories, our yeah. fairy tales are actually our old magics and our, our our old spiritual path from from across europe hidden in stories to protect them and preserve them
0: but, yeah uh, um now that sounds quite interesting what t- tell me more of, of what you know about
1: about that oh well i think it it ties into the same thing with the legends of of the star beings and just to go back onto that for a second this is going to be the tangent interview for forever known yes, isn't it yeah. the tangent podcast um there are a lot of shamanic teachings that talk about the star people right. and the star beings and swallows particularly in some of the, uh, fr- from what my, one of my teachers was saying, some of the Native American cultures see the swallows as being and swifts as being connected to okay. to the star people. Um, in fact, my wife has a very strong draw to, to star people and one of the first guides she met in shamanism displayed as you, your classic grey. Mm-hmm. Um, you should you should interview her at some point about her star star being connection. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of stuff there, um, but then going back to fairy stories, my my belief, and this has been backed up by some of the conversations I've had with some of my 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 guides, is that some of those practices we've had to hide. And that will tap into to East star people as as well as some of our indigenous spiritual culture. Okay,
0: in terms of like because it's arcane, esoteric, and yeah. we'll be in danger of having our heads cut off or burnt if we. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: if you if you look at the, the that's
0: why we had to hide them.
1: We did have to hide. I mean, it's, that's documented, isn't it? If you look at yeah. you know the coming of the church and the 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 outlawing of of anything deemed as as pagan. Um. I mean, the fact that that most of our churches here are, are built on top yes. of our um. Our, our old sacred sites, which is why I actually appreciate so much some of some of the other the, the the other European countries where you can go onto one site and see see an old temple to Aphrodite on the same site yes. as a Byzantine monastery. At mm-hmm. least it's still there. You know <laughs> yeah. um so there are if you if you do some research there are lots of stories about um fragments of our past being hidden in some ways. Some theories talk about some of the old European fairy tales carrying threads of our spiritual past, and they've been very cleverly hidden as, as fairy stories, yeah, well, which are still being passed down to our children.
0: Yes, that's, I know. Or passed it.
1: up to our children.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but then you look at some of the other traditions as well. If you look at a traditional Easter bunny, mm-hmm. it looks an awful lot like a hare. And, of yeah. course... You have Astara or Oster, depending on which which th- there are various pronunciations out there, which is at about the same time as Easter. And the the hair was sacred to those traditions. Hair was sacred to Neme, the moon goddess, too, if you look at the Roman side of things. Yeah. Um and well, I, I hear
0: it goes all the way back to, to Nimrod and of course, uh, Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And there's there's also another theory as well. I, I I've never been able to find any proof of it, but it's quite a chilling one. Um it could be made up, who knows. But it, it wouldn't surprise me about the origins of the Easter egg hunt. Right. Where, of course, our pagan ancestors would have used eggs an awful lot in fertility rites and mm-hmm. in magics at the time. And they would have decorated the eggs um to, to make them as beautiful as, as could be. And then when the witch hunters came in, we had to hide all of the tools we were using. yeah, And we'd still be trying to carry on our, our rites. And when we decorated the eggs, we would hide the eggs and the witch finders would then, according to this theory, pay the local children to go and find the eggs, therefore exposing the witches. Easter egg hunt.
0: Ah, no, that I've not heard. That does mm. sound very plausible from Plausible, yeah. can't
1: find any proof, but certainly no. plausible. And if not, it's an enjoyable one to tell them. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I know that the, I've read a, a book by Mark uh, Booth, The Secret History of the... I think it's just called the Secret History of the World. Yeah, haven't read it, but um, I've heard of it. Yeah. But uh, but there's a lot of um, where that ch- charts that mm-hmm. um, that history, if you like, um, f- that that includes that magic and how that then yeah. got um, uh, that, that that sort of got hidden, if you like. Mm. Um, uh, so, uh, and, and I know we from a pagan point of view, we hear a lot about the Green Man. Yeah
1: yeah um and of course you'll find evidence of the green man in some of the very early, very early churches mm-hmm, yeah. and shelin gigs, and there are sorry gigs um the image of the woman holding open her vulva ah right okay. um quite a grotesque image, but you're connected and that you'll find that in a lot of the old the old old churches, a lot of the old churches carried some quite heavy pagan symbolism yeah. And again, if you think back to the time where they were trying to convert the pagans, you would make
0: it so that it was
1: uh, yeah. not such a big deal or uh, or that it
0: was even okay to do both side by side yeah and um, until it, it sort of basically just became one
1: yeah absolutely and but then there, there were also the stamping out and control aspects, so look at um, the, the, the the view of that the church had and still has in a lot of cases of, over Halloween which of course yeah. was originally Sowan yeah. Which really is just the time when the veils are thought to be uh, the, the finest between the worlds. It's not really about, you know, um, lots of evil devil worship. <laughs> but it's it's it no, makes. No, I, I expect sense. that's
0: the the church the latter part of the church then sort of for control saying no that's wrong that's not it that's yeah. an evil and that's to do with old magic and uh, you know
1: well, that's not and what we do and also that with with the church to use that umbrella again you know once someone has passed on their view is well you will, you will see them again in the afterlife and really the only link you can have through through to that is is through the guy with the white collar yes and you no longer
0: have any connection. Precisely to to spirituality. For
1: festival such as Samhain or Halloween, where it was all about celebrating our loved ones and feeling that connection again. Oh no, we can't have that. We need control.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And of course, some of this comes back to what we were talking about earlier Conspiracy. with money <laughs> yes,
0: yeah.
1: and the the um, origins of of money. And again, I keep saying, well, well, money is is pure. It's anything. Mm-hmm. It's 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 nothing. It can be whatever intention you put upon it. Yeah. But if you go back to the origins of money and how it came about, of course, that intention wasn't pure. That was about control of the masses. Oh, you don't have any money to pay your taxes. Okay, here's some money we've made. You can borrow that and pay us back more tax with it. Yeah. And so the, the, there those origins were about were about control of the masses too. So although money, I would say, now is pure and it depends what you do with it, the original intention of the creation of a monetary system... I would argue wasn't pure. Mm-hmm.
0: Are, are you sort of what, talking about the Templars uh, when yeah. they started the original bank, if you like?
1: Absolutely, but you go out, go back to Roman coinage too.
0: Okay. Right, yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, while, while talking about as a, as a sort of uh, through as we are sort of bobbing through history here, um, that that brings out another aspect I'd be interested in. What your your view are, or you uh, a sort of shamanic view on time mm-hmm. um because we are we have a very linear um look on time we we study history in a linear mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. segments, if you like and mm-hmm. um, you know, we categorize them into all different types of things. it goes back to thirteen point five billion years that 's about as far mm-hmm. as we dare go at the point because we just yeah. don 't know what happened before,
1: yeah,
0: and we've made some great guesses uh, uh, um in, in, you know from, from, uh, for the first few billion years, yeah. but we're quite good in the last few hundred years, through yeah, a few yeah. hundred, hundred thousand years. so but there's another school of thought that says time is um, everything happens at once. there is mm-hmm. no such thing as linear time.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that's yeah. just how we make sense of it. But mm-hmm. I wondered what, how a shamanic practitioner would mm-hmm. look at time.
1: Well again, well again, I can't speak for all shamanic practitioners, but certainly in my teachings, it was about time being non-linear. And then you get you- you can very easily get into brain melting ground can't you can well, not mm-hmm. wait for things to have happening at the same time what hell hey, um so no i don't I don't believe that time is linear as we see it, but I do believe that's the, that's an easy way for us to process things with our yeah. brains um and it's like this concept of of being able to change things um of course you can't buy a red Ferrari and then think, oh, I wish I'd ordered a yellow one and go back and wake up and it's yellow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually did think that once. Yeah? Well, not with the Ferrari. Not with the Ferrari. No.
1: Um, but you can change the energy of a situation. You can journey or travel back to that point in time when something happened and play it out differently and then come back and have at least changed the energy you hold
0: okay. around
1: that situation. Yeah.
0: So, but what... Um, so that's that's from an energetic point of view. Mm, yes. How so? I'm just trying to work out how that would seem, um, because I suppose one of the things that I thought I, uh, the other day was, uh, well, we've got a, there's a tree outside the window there. Yeah. And for me, it was almost as if if a tree was my soul, then all the leaves are my different lives, if you like. Yeah. And they all exist at the same time, and they all go yeah. through different routes and yeah. treats, and it's yeah. and it's always growing.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that something similar to to how you would 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 view it, or, um, and that therefore, if I wanted to go down a particular branch to a previous life, if you like, or a previous situation. Yes. And then I can change the energy and bring that energy forward. Is, 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 yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay, that's so a lovely way of putting it, John. Thank you. I might use that. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. So we'll leave we'll leave time and uh, conspiracies.
1: Um, I haven't even talked about my TARDIS yet. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Tell us about the TARDIS. Oh no! No, another time. Okay.
0: So one um, one of the things that it would be great to uh, to uh, from the from your from your life that where well, you've you've discovered through. Um, being a shamanic practitioner and leading up to being a shamanic practitioner as well, mm. uh, or, or using um, shamanism as your as your core, is it? yeah, is the um, is that what sort of truths you've discovered um, that that um, and and you know I, I expect you to think they they're personal, or do, you, or do you think actually they are you know they are generalised?
1: Oh, you like your big questions, John? Don't you? yes, yes. Oh, what truths have I discovered? Um, that so much of what we see with our eyes isn't actually real. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you? Do you want to elaborate on that? Does that may sound like it's? Well, I don't. I don't necessarily mean in terms of the Matrix. I'm going <laughs> to ask you which colour pill you'd like to take. <laughs> um, I was.
0: I was thinking more of those. It's actually made of cheese.
1: Oh, it, it is yeah. absolutely, and it's run by mice. <laughs> yeah, infinite improbability drive. We believe we swallow so much so easily. We've fed so many lines. And we're so... So we're
0: going back to the conspiracies. Yeah, well, I guess we are. And
1: then you look at mass media again, and I was I was a cog in that machine. Yeah. Um, so, we carry around so many emotions and so many angers and frustrations that we don't need to carry. Yeah. Um, we started to touch on this when we talked about conspiracy and then went on, on to disasters. Um some of the views I I have are, are, are similar to, to those written about by Neil Donald Walsh.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I say mm-hmm, I've never heard of him, but
1: um... he wrote um, Conversations with God. Oh right, yeah? okay, now that's um, I've heard. Yeah, haven't read the book, but um, there is there's a there's kind of a condensed version written for children called The Little Soul and the Sun. Um, I would encourage everybody to to read that. And I had no idea until someone gave me a copy of that book that it was so similar to my own view of things. And that went back to what I was talking what I was talking about earlier with Soul Clans. So let's say that I don't know, some somebody's being horrible to you
0: mm-hmm.
1: and all your effort is going into why me, this is awful, I'm distraught, I don't know how to deal with it, I feel so angry, I feel frustrated. My view is to take that a step further. Yes, when we are in the here and now and very much in the mind and in the physical present, that feels hideous. But if the concept of soul plans is true, how much must that that other person actually care for you to agree to come back in this time and fulfil the role of, 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 of a per- perpetrator of something horrible and get all that abuse and negativity and put themselves into a position where they're arguably uh, conducting negative acts if someone has agreed to come back and do that then there must be an immense amount of love there
0: yeah to yes. put themselves
1: into that negative position and all the backlash from that
0: yes particularly if they are that of, um, if you're connected by as a sob
1: yeah yeah so that puts a completely different spin on things doesn't it and when we're looking at um a murder trial mm-hmm. or even awful awful cases of, of abuse and oh awful awful stuff how we look at man's law and then you look at sacred law and it's very difficult to balance the two because of course, of course according to man's law the perpetrators of whatever that crime has been need to be caught and punished and brought to justice and that might have been part of the lessons their soul needed but at the same time the victim in, in air quotes isn't actually a victim in that case because they've asked to be given those teachings at a soul level
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they've got those teachings in which case there isn't actually a victim and 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 a perpetrator at all and, and that's that's a really tough one for yeah. a lot of
0: people to me too to to, to look at mm. to think about because of the the uh, atrocities that go absolutely on. and to because you, you know because if we in the news we see you know there are uh, there are, there have been I think some occasions where people have said well that you know they're they literally ask for it, and that's kind yeah. of actually what we're
1: saying. Yeah, but it takes it—it's a long way away from the from the kind of um, earth-bound. Well, that 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 teenage girl who got raped was asking for it because she was wearing a short skirt. It's <laughs> different.
0: Yeah. Well, this is—we're saying it—that it happens at a soul level. Yeah.
1: But why? Why does that
0: happen? Well, you know, there might—I guess my amnesia gut got responsive Why does that have to happen so horribly? I know, I'm, I don't
1: have the answers. I, I, I yeah, have no, trouble. I, I have, have trouble balancing thought, yes. that one myself, yeah. John. But, but sometimes, in terms of w- what I've realised and some of the things I, that that go through my brain, how on earth can you balance man's law with sacred law again? Yeah. That so poles apart.
0: Well, although what you're saying, if we're going back to the original question. The the truth, the truth that you're saying that you know is, is that what we see is not actually uh, real. Mm it yeah. is a, a play it is you know, and yeah. if you if we were to look at it in the same light of uh, let's say Macbeth for example
1: yeah
0: um, or or uh, any of the Shakespeare tragedies basically everyone ends up dead um, it's pretty gruesome normally if you look at it from that mm. level yeah
1: um,
0: then that, you, you know you the comparison therefore becomes softer I guess
1: I guess um, you know do any of us really die anyway
0: okay yeah <laughs> um, well if we're if, if if uh, if we're going back, back to our soul soul clan to say right that was interesting um I uh, I've learnt this that and the other what's next
1: just changing your jumper really isn't it <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay um, so the 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 next uh, just a small question really <laughs> bring it on <laughs> <laughs> um. What, you know because one of the things we are touching on there is that you know why would why would these people do it and we um, it's well you know that we've not really mentioned the word love mm-hmm. and so I'm wondering mm-hmm. where what, um, is, is that a truth that you may have come across in terms of uh, um, your spiritual uh, what you've bumped into the spiritual parts you bumped into and the yeah. shamanic core that you've got yeah. and, and what does that mean from your perspective.
1: Um, I find love is one of the, the, the closest to purest emotions we, we can have. Um, of course there are lots of different kinds of love, but effectively it all comes back to to the heart and heart-based emotions. Um, and then we can tie that into soul plans as well. Um, I don't know if anyone listening has, has ever met anyone for the first time and just felt like, they've known them forever that strange kind of wonderful and slightly unsettling feeling is this stranger and yes i know you and frequently that's reciprocated and there's an instant love or knowing there and that my belief around that is that that's that's one of our soul plan members Mm -hmm. and that doesn't that even though that that emotion might be powerful powerful at first it doesn't mean that person's going to stay in your li- in in your life it doesn't mean they'll remain there indefinitely but they've come in to yeah to help with something or to give some level of support or teaching or something else um and there are lots of theories about love out there aren't there i mean i remember i remember interviewing um an, quite a well known author many years ago who was saying that um human beings aren't aren't built to to be monogamous um and he's now, as far as I can tell, in a very loving monogamous relationship <laughs> um and i don't know how I feel about that either there's you know that you've got the some beautiful polyamorous relationships out there, and I guess this brings us back to to judgment as as well and what's right and what's wrong and and humanity's idea of a moral compass, which again is probably quite different to a spiritual moral compass so often morals are tied into biblical verses which comes back to control rather than actual morality um what is what is love there are different levels of love there are different kinds of love but one of the things i I do believe and that's that's come up for me time and time again is that there are some members of our soul clan where there is such a strong love bond and maybe that person will be in a different relationship with you in each lifetime so the kind of love might change I mean I know from a lot of the work I've done that that the the Asher I've been with for seventeen years now I know we've been together in other lifetimes, but I also know that there have been lifetimes when I've journeyed back to them where she or the her essence which might not have always have been she hasn't mm-hmm. been there, and there's been someone else who mm-hmm. I've met in this lifetime in a non sexual content yeah. context. So then there are all these theories, but you know, in another lifetime, maybe Benedict could have been your mother. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, so, uh, yeah. And it's. So yeah, I think I think love is one of the purest emotions we have, but I do think that sometimes we create with our mind, an image of of what love should be and an image of loving someone where it's not necessarily love. Sometimes it's very easy to confuse. Um, Lust or a passion, or even sex with mm-hmm. love, yeah. And then, of course, you've got all kinds of situations where we imprint upon people. And um, so that's an interesting one.
0: point that the imprinting on um, someone, because that that would uh, almost say that we, there's almost a gap there that love is only for other people or other 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 things, mm-hmm. other um, that. You know, what about
1: yourself well i think that the, there's a theory isn't there that we can't true that's my stomach joining in <laughs> that we can't truly find love with another person until we learn, learn to love ourselves completely and properly and accept who we are and that that's a big one because again coming back to our our previous um podcast when we're talking about people being steered in the wrong direction of Wrong in inverted commas again. So
0: being being authentic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, if we're not being there's there's an argument that says that if we're not living our authentic life and if we're not at peace, part of that might not be loving ourselves enough, and we need to love ourselves enough to put the effort and time and devotion into doing the things that make our soul sing.
0: Okay, yeah, because that's just then made me think. Well, learn, if we're having to learn to love ourselves, mm-hmm. surely our soul isn't doubting and
1: no, fearing, and but th- our, and our brain mind well, and our
0: physical form might. Well, yes, so, but so um, this 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 um, repetitive having to reawaken, mm-hmm. uh, but although not everyone seems to, um, no. because a lot of people have that connection with previous lives, yeah, or or rediscover it, but not but but a lot mm-hmm. of us don't have that and it's a continuous and don't reawaken during that lifetime
1: well maybe we're not meant to
0: okay, maybe you know.
1: we couldn't get the lessons we need if we came through with all that knowledge from the life before I don't know I'm just yeah.
0: you know oh okay you didn't, I thought you knew that one uh, <laughs> it's just, just writing it down no I uh, don't have <laughs> next
1: week's lottery numbers either unfortunately <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay so um, I, I, again a, a, a fascinating um or 40 minutes. Uh, quite a good selection of there that I think we've gone to. We've gone from conspiracy to love, and I think that's probably the best place to leave it.
1: Yeah, there's that, there's that old quote again, isn't there? There is only fear or love.
0: Yes. Uh, thank you very much, Taz. Um, once again, if people need to
1: to find out more about you, where do they go? Uh, you can find me at firechild shamanism.co.uk or TazThornton.com for more of my empowerment work um, as opposed to the, the spiritual stuff although the two do blend beautifully and you can find me on most of the social media sites if you search for Firechild shamanism or Taz Thornton I should pop up there so can I connect?
0: You. I think the no, next time I could probably do do that. Um, <laughs> I know it very well. So thank you very much Taz. Fantastic. Thank you, John. So that brings us to the end of episode six. If you have any questions for Taz or anything you'd like covered in this series or another, please let me know in the comments. I look forward to welcoming you soon to episode 7. So until then, be well.